0: In this episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, we're going to talk about positions and power plays, baby. Let's get to it. Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal, uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Bless His Heart. The name, Ken Williams. I had a very awkward conversation with my bookkeeper who informed me that she feels like I don't or can't talk with her. It kind of blew me away that she felt this way, but it also makes a little bit of sense when I reflect on the fact that she rarely hands me anything directly. She would walk past my office to hand a folder to my secretary who would then hand it to me. Amazing. She went on to tell me that she felt like we got off on the wrong foot. I was floored by this as well, seeing that I've never expressed any outward negative feelings about her or her work. Now I get the sense that she was the last principal's quote-unquote right-hand person. In fact, I found out she was and had a ton of power because the principal, with all due respect, was pretty inept at making any major decisions albeit difficult ones well I assured her that we could talk about anything and that I I harbor no ill will she then mentioned that she was envious of my relationship with the secretary I tried to explain that the principal secretary relationship has a special dynamic anyway I, I, I hope this loosens things up some but the real truth is i don't confide too much in anyone around here yet people i believe i can talk with are not my peers so it's always inappropriate to pass issues down i don't have a team yet which is a big burden and my lot to bear All right, baby, let's get into it. Now, I know this is more than a decade later and I have matured and I've become, if you follow my tweets, i become your grumpy uncle and um, so much more attuned and less tolerant of game playing. <laughs> I don't know how much I was on my game back then, but to my credit, I did notice that she would walk past my office to give things to my secretary to hand to me. I can also tell you that I had a list of things to do fix fires to put out issues to resolve stuff that was undiscovered that was a mile and a half long so I can tell you while I did pick up on that it it wasn't I could not devote any bandwidth to it at the time you know right or wrong I couldn't so while i that was definitely playing games in my opinion I have to also give her credit for broaching the subject because I had no idea. I, I thought maybe it was just uh, a part of the, the, the change in administration. I didn't give too much thought to it, but when she expressed her feelings about the whole thing, it all kind of made sense because it was clearly you know, a power structure. In one of the episodes from season one, I talked about the the bathroom (laughs) the restroom in the office uh, where only five people in the building had keys to it like an outside aftermarket lock was placed on it and she was definitely one of those people so I, I discovered that you know the folks who had the power before I got there again none of them school administrators was real and and she happened to be one of them and I guess that dynamic changed when I arrived, but, you know, I had been a leader long enough to know that uh, that kind of de facto leadership structure is not healthy for an organization. So I didn't come in looking to put new people in positions of power. That that wasn't even a part of my thinking. My, my thinking was, we got to get out of this abyss, baby. We we are. This is our, our data is horrible. And so let's let's work on that. Um, so again, I give her credit for talking about it. Um, I also know that you know people are people, and where two or three or more are gathered, there's going to be a perception of who has power and who doesn't. When I mention the special relationship between a principal and the secretary at least from where I sit, that's about you know my wiring. I'm a big picture guy, I'm a visionary guy, I'm not a super attention to detail person or I definitely wasn't back then. And so I had a secretary who happened to be all those things. Uh, very attention to detail, super loyal, dotted the I's, crossed the T's, and my charge to her when I got there was keep me out of the newspaper for all the wrong reasons. You know, keep me out of the newspaper. Um, so, so I'm the guy that takes a budget, you know, an Excel spreadsheet that's got 9 million lines and entries, and I go straight to the bottom line. And if there's a dollar amount with a plus sign next to it, that means I got money to spend. And so there were several times when <laughs> when Carla would pull me aside. I was like, you cannot spend that money on books. Like, this is toilet paper money for custodians in You know that's the kind of attention to detail she had among other things and that's part of what made our dynamic special because she filled in the gaps that i had as a leader but i didn't go in saying to myself you know i'm gonna build this new power structure Um, she was you know my secretary happened to be competent enough where i could give her responsibilities you know, without it spilling over into her being the de facto school administrator. But I'm, I'm sure that was a challenge there because I know that there were definitely those kinds of power structures before I arrived. But this was definitely a new day. To that end, I was proud of myself at this time as well for, you know, the comment I made in the entry was you know, I, I hadn't found many people on staff yet that I trusted and confided with. You know, and that was for a couple of reasons. One, you know, it was a chaotic place without question. And, you know, I'm trying to look ahead while watching my back and all those things, trying to figure out who's gonna be about this mission, um, you know, who needs a transfer ticket to another bus and all those kinds of things. And I also knew from my experience as an assistant principal that you pass your problems across. You talk to peers about your problems. When I say don't pass your problems down, I don't mean down as a subordinate, you know, a negative connotation. I'm talking about, you know, when you're a leader, you pass your problems to other leaders, Um, you know, not to people on your staff that just has You know, it just has the makings for um, just a really awkward dynamic when you pass problems inappropriately to staff members. So I, I knew instinctively that, you know, any kind of leadership issues I was having that weren't germane to, you know, staff input, I needed to find another principal to talk with, another school administrator, another AP. Luckily, I had a network at the time of uh, former colleagues back in Montgomery County, Maryland, and a small handful of colleagues who have served as mentors in my new position that I could turn to. Fast forward more than a decade later, I'm a huge advocate, and I help schools all over North America establish professional learning communities among school leaders because in the most simple terms fourth grade teachers get better when they collaborate effectively around the right questions with other fourth grade teachers School psychologists get better when they collaborate effectively around the right questions with other school psychologists and the same is the same stands with the principalship School principals get better when they collaborate effectively around the right questions of school leadership So I'm a huge advocate of principals working in the same types of collaborative teams as we ask of school teachers. It's really important. We've done, we've just about eliminated all of teacher isolation. There's so much great literature and uh, great instruction, even for rural schools where you have tons of singletons. But the principalship is still flying under the radar and I maintain it is it is what teacher isolation, it is today what teacher isolation was 20 years ago, you know, there, there's still there's still an idea that, that once you become a principal, you know everything, you know how to do everything and you can't let them see you sweat. But there's nothing further than the truth uh, regarding the principalship. It is just like any other position, right? Pipe fitters get better when they collaborate around the right questions with other pipe fitters. So luckily, i would learned my lesson because the people pleaser in me, when I was an assistant principal, uh, I found myself confiding with staff members, teachers and staff. And uh, while there were fine people, it was inappropriate. And it created an awkward dynamic in situations where I had to go from being a friend back to being a school leader. So there's that delicate balance of allowing people to get to know you, being vulnerable enough to be human with people, but also not blurring the line of, what your mission is as a leader. On the next episode of the unfold the soul bless his heart leadership podcast. The power principle continues. This time is that bootleg power. I mean, the remnants of the past power structure rears this ugly head again. How she gonna send this email out and trying to do it behind my back? Lord have mercy. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. Please share it with a teammate, a colleague, or a friend. And always remember that no matter what's going on in our world, when you wake up on the right side of dirt, you playing with house money, baby you playing with house money. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com.